It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Persistence is the theme of this week's last 90 days. And the idea of being persistent is choosing to be firm and and have the consistency regardless of the obstacles that are thrown your way. And Ray Ray Hollis in real time is battling through having had some cedar fever. Oh, I hate this cedar fever. I wish I could take care of this cedar fever and yet I can't. And here she is showing that even when life decides to introduce a curveball that you're not ready for, you have to choose. Are you going to persevere through it and stay consistent with who you say you want to be? Or are you going to back down? Uh, the text that she sent, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll use the safe for the stream version. I, I had sent her morning love. I watched you last night. The kickoff was amazing. You crushed it. I'm so proud of you. And she wrote back, thanks, man. This thing is a son of a gun, but I'm a bigger son of a gun. You're going to have to choose to be a bigger son of a gun, right? You're going to have to just like decide right now, no matter what gets thrown your way as you roll into the holidays and you're now sitting in a room with that ant that always triggers you when you go back home and you revert back to birth order and your older sister, who's sometimes been a bully, decides to roll up and be herself the way she has been for the last 40 years of your life, you're going to have to decide, are you going to be a bigger son of a gun? Like, that's the question. Are you, are you going to? Because persistence, this idea of persistence, why we talk about it right now, as we're finishing the year, we've done so much good work. We're like 75 days into deciding to finish this year strong, but persistence is the thing that's going to get us through the balance of the year. And in a persistent posture, we will be able to build the momentum from 2019 into starting our 2020 year on the right foot, right? Let's go. I mean, I am here for it. <sighs> Everybody have a good weekend. Everybody, had a good, have, did everybody have a good week. I hope everybody had a good weekend. I, uh, man, we had a good weekend. The Hollis holiday party happened on Friday. Uh, I'm happy to uh, suggest to you, number one, it was a blast. Dang it. We had a very, very good time. The theme was hipster theme, which I'm not so much a hipster, but I found a way to dress up. I rolled my pants up pretty tall, so my, my ankles... They had a lot of breeze flowing uh, around them. Unbelievable. It was great. Uh, we had a little band and uh, then transitioned to a DJ, had some dancing, uh, gave away some awards, end of year awards. And uh, I want to just uh, acknowledge that I mentioned it on Friday. It was the first, it was the first, it was the first holiday party I've ever been to in my adult life where I did not drink. And I had a very, very good time. And if you're believing some narrative that the only way that you can have a good time when you go to a holiday party, when you celebrate an anniversary, as you watch football on a, on a Saturday or Sunday, when you go and do whatever it is, I'm just letting you know that is a story that you have told yourself and you can go on and have a good time without having too much to drink. By the way, like if you want to go have a couple of drinks, have a couple of drinks. 
I, I definitely was in a category of too many drinks being defined as it, it spilled over to the next day and made the next day a completely wasted day. Like, oh, we'll just throw this day out. Uh, which led to then my Saturday. And I think this is, man, I'm like super, super proud of this. So indulge me for a second. I'm training for this marathon. I may have mentioned it. The Austin Marathon is happening on the weekend of my 45th birthday here in Austin, Texas, uh, the, the weekend of February 14th. Let's go. And as a part of training for a marathon, as you get closer to the marathon, you actually have to run longer distances, right? It's like, kind of part and parcel with what you got to do if you're going to actually be successful in finishing this darn marathon. So this weekend, my run was a 17-mile run. The furthest, the farthest, I don't know, someone tried to correct me on the internet. I don't know if it's furthest or farthest. It doesn't matter to me. It's the longest I've ever run. And though I usually do my long runs on Sunday, because the least productive day of my year for the last 15 years has been the day after the holiday party, I decided I am running 17 miles on the morning after the holiday party because I'd like to remind myself of what's possible when I have committed to something that is actually about who I say I want to be, right? I say I want to be this kind of person who achieves these kind of things and does these things as a requirement to have this kind of life. And now that I've said that that's who I'd like to be, I'm going to get up on Saturday morning after the holiday party and I am going to run 17 miles in two hours and 46 minutes, thank you very much, like it was my job. And there was something about choosing to do it on a day that historically had been the least productive day of my year that made me feel stronger and better for knowing that the investment I'm making in choosing to be this kind of person, but also the work that's required to be this kind of person made it feel oh, that much better. I don't know what your thing is. You may have woken up on the morning after your holiday party and felt like, a million bucks, uh, uh, good news. But there's probably something inside of your space where coping shows up in an, in an unhealthy way, in a not so great way. And for me, coping for a long time was about drinking too much. And good news, I found other ways to cope. One of them, by the way, is running. I mean, I process a lot of great stuff in my head when I'm running for two hours and 46 straight minutes. But I really would encourage you if you are one of the, if you're if you know like everyone has it we all have it i still have stuff that does not serve the person that i suggest that i'd like to be man what could you do what could you do that would be the exact opposite of what you normally do so that you can reinforce your ability to do things you don't think are possible i mean I could have picked any day to, to do a long run, but the idea that all of a sudden, man, I had the brain power and the physical stamina and the mindset and the willingness, the interest. It wasn't like I was like twisting my arm to go on a run. I woke up and was like, where are the roads? Please let them know that I am walking out here now so that they can prepare themselves for me to run on them for two hours and 46 consecutive minutes. And I did. 
I crushed it. And when I was done, I got to celebrate with an unbelievably nice day at my house with my kids, feeling this unbelievable sense of accomplishment. Now on Sunday morning, right? Sunday morning, there was a whole bunch of stuff that was going on. There was a whole bunch of stuff that was going on. And what uh, was going on in part was, man, Ray was sick, right? Ray was sick. Another one of my kids dealing with the cedar fever. I'm, I'm trying to process how to pick up one kid from a sleepover, get some church in, tend to my wife who's not feeling well. And by the way, she's got a pack because she's heading out of town. Like there's a whole host of things we want to try and get done. And I've just the day before decided to run my long run. I've had my 17 mile run. Did I mention it was two hours and 46 minutes? Yes, Dave, you did. Stop it. I know. But I got all my stuff done. I have an afternoon of relaxation planned. And I had one other thing that I had to do. I was going to go into the gym. I was going to go into the gym and I was going to get my 30 minutes of moving my body in, even though I had every excuse in the book not to get back in and do it. I had every excuse because of having run the long run, because of having to go pick up a kid, because of how many things we were trying to accomplish, Rachel feeling sick, getting her off to the airport. I had every excuse and I made a decision to go into the gym. And I put up this post because inevitably there's somebody who's listening right now that's like, Dave, your body needs rest. Dave, you don't need to do it every single day. Dave, and, and here's what I want to say. Because there are people here that are pulling themselves back from deciding to push into who they believe they want to be on an every single day basis because of the worry of how other people might receive their decision to show up for their lives consistently every single day. I am training for something different than you. I'm training for something different than you and you, you're training for something different than everyone else. And so if they don't appreciate the thing that you're going to do in attempting to create persistence in your life, that is not your problem. That is their problem. Let it go. Right? I put up this post yesterday in the gym and I acknowledge the fact that I am not a post office. I am not a bank. I am not deciding to stop being my best self on federal holidays. I am not taking Christmas break off. I am training for 2020. And I don't know what 2020 means for you, but I know what it means for me. 2020 is going to be the greatest year of my entire life, period. There is no question in my mind, 2020 is going to be my best year. I saved my best year for my 45th year. But if I want my 45th year, if I want 2020 to be the best year of my entire life, I have to commit to a series of habits. I have to choose to not Mail it in. I have to choose to not give in to excuses. And people say, but Dave, Dave, you need your rest. As if it's binary. As if rest and exercise are things that cannot exist on the exact same day. That is a story you're telling yourself. It doesn't serve you. But we're not training for the same thing. We're not. I'm training for my best year ever. I'm going on a 23 city book tour. 
I'm going to stand on six rise stages. We're taking some great stuff to USO bases around the country. I am going to do coaching for 12 months. I'm training for the best year of my life. I don't know what you're training for, but it doesn't matter because I'm training for something that works for me. And the only way, the only way that I can show up for myself in 2020 and have the year of my lifetime is if I create persistence, if I create consistency, if I create a habit loop, if I create the things that have me choosing to show up as my best self every day. I, the people that I get feedback from that push back against this idea of like being consistent in the gym every single day, it might not be for them. That's okay. It might not be for you. All I know is that when I go out and work out for at least 30 minutes every single day, I generate the energy that I'd hope to bring back into this house as the husband Rachel deserves, as the father that my thousand kids deserve, as the boss that my team deserves, as the person that I want to look in the mirror and feel proud of. And when my version of Cedar Fever comes around the corner and tries to kick me in the shin because it's not if, it's when, life is going to show up in my greatest year ever, spiritual warfare. Life is going to show up at some point, haters. Life is going to show up some point, my own insecurities as my book comes out. And if I am not training in a way that affords me the energy to show up in the face of whatever life decides to throw at me, I ain't going to make it through. I am not going to make it through and have the year of a lifetime. We got two weeks left before 2020. I am training for this year. Yeah, I happen to be training for a marathon right now, but I'll tell you right now, we're doing an Ironman, a half Ironman in May. Dave, why would you do a half Ironman? You know why? Because I know I can. And I have decided in 2020, I am going to run towards the things that scare me that I know I can do, even though I've not yet done them, to show myself I can do more than I ever thought was possible. 2020 is not even ready. 2020 isn't ready. And the days when something comes around the corner and tries to trip me up, I'm going to get back up faster. I'm going to brush myself off quicker because of the habit loop, the routine, the work that I'm doing every single day to be as prepared as I possibly can for whatever it is that ends up coming. Do you know how Rachel Hollis is on QVC for 24 hours today? Do you know how, right? She has had a consistent commitment to living her best self every single day. She has persistence in her veins from two decades of trying to grow her business. And every single time life has tried to push her back, tell her to play small, criticize her message, slow her down. She has just decided to fight through it. It has created in her something that is now ingrained so wholly and fully in her identity that she knows no other way than to push through, keep going, get back up, just do the thing.
This thing's a son of a gun, but I'm a bigger son of a gun. This thing that she's dealing with, this feeling sick, it's a son of a gun. And she is a bigger son of a gun. And you're going to have to make a choice. Are you training to overcome the likely obstacles that will be thrown in your way? Because persistence is going to be the thing you'll need. But underneath persistence, the foundation that it sits on top of, whoo, is the decision to show up for your life every single day. You're not a post office. You're not a bank. You don't have to walk into Christmas week and decide that all of a sudden, everything we've been doing for the last 75 days doesn't matter. You, we've got here. We got here, we're standing strong and having decided to finish this year the way this year deserves to be finished. And now we got to take it home. We got to take it home, right? I'm going into a holiday week where I have 1,000 humans hanging out at the house every single day, one of which at two years old is a cute monster. So I got to decide. Am I going to deviate from the way that I've decided to show up for my life every single day because a cute monster is now drawing my attention every day during the holidays? We're going to be in community with people that aren't training for the same thing that I'm training for, right? They aren't training for their best year ever. They're training for a year to just get by. They're training for a year to just kind of push on through, survive one more year. Maybe they'll get around to having a decent year in 2021, but this next year for them is survival. And that's okay for them. It's not what I'm, that's not what I'm training for. But when they and I are together, I'm going to have to decide, is my training going to keep me at a level that maintains my pace towards the best year of my life? Or will I allow their influence to bring me to their level? Mediocre loves to bring people right on back down to mediocre and lose the momentum. I'm going to have my best year ever, period. I've had, I've had great years. So the bar is high, but I'm going to go have my best year ever. And it is going to take me choosing even on the days I don't want to. Dave, which days don't you want to? I don't want to most days. You think I wanted to go to the gym this morning at 5.30? I did not. I did not want to go out there. Do I feel strong as an ox for having gone out there? Yeah. I'm here for it. I am ready. I am modeling for my kids what it means to show up for my life. I am modeling for myself the ability to maintain discipline, consistency, and keep promises to myself even on the days I don't want to. Why? Because the price of admission for the life I say I want, the cost of having the best year of my entire life is doing the work consistently, is sitting in persistence. I don't know what you want in 2020. I don't know what you want. If you want, if you want to have your best year ever, it's going to take some trade-offs. You are going to have to decide to do the things that other people won't to have the life that other people can't have. And man, it's going to require just really being consistent in it. Even on the days you don't want to. Especially on the days when you have an excuse. 
Oh man, look at all these starchy, delicious, buttery potatoes sitting on the plate. If that's not a part of what makes you feel great, I don't know, you know? I am conscientious of what I put into my body, not because of being concerned about what I weigh. I am concerned about how I feel, period. The only thing I am interested in is making sure that I am fueling my body in a way that affords me the opportunity to show up well for the people I love. That's it. That includes myself. I love myself. I, when I'm by myself, when I'm looking in the mirror, when I'm falling asleep at night, my ability to be proud of who I am and how I am living is the most important thing, period. How I feel about myself is connected wholly and totally to how I have embraced persistence, how I have created consistent habits, period. How my kids might talk about me when I'm not around. That motivates me. And I'm not a motivated person. But when I think about who I'd hope to be for them, it starts by being as consistent as I can be for myself. Y'all, it's Monday though. It's Monday, I got fired up in a denim shirt today. I don't even know what's happening here. Uh, I'm happy that you're all here. I want you to be intentional. I want you to be considerate and cons about the kind of consistency that is possible for the balance of this year. We are going to start a new decade. We're starting the 20s. Like eight generations from now, people are gonna look back and talk about the 20s and they're not talking about World War I. They're talking about what's happening in two weeks. We are starting the 20s. How are you gonna define the decade ahead? How are you going to start it in a way that lets you be on a path towards the things you'd hope for in this next 10 years? It all starts by acknowledging that persistence has got to be an absolute integral part of how you decide to take on this life. I want to thank everybody again. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. The way that the community has just poured out their love and support for Rachel with your words, with your prayers, with just like all of it. It is, there are some things about this work, talking into screens in the morning, that does not make sense at all, but dang it, this makes sense. The like way that this community is so openly shouting their, their love for Rachel, it uh, as a husband who wants so much to be able to like just snap my fingers and make her feel better, the, the outpouring of support means unbelievably more than any of you could ever, ever imagine. I thank you, thank you so very much. What does it mean? What would it mean for you to chase the very best year of your life in 2020? What would it mean? I will be back tomorrow for another episode of Yell Talking with Dave. Uh, if Ray Ray Hollis is back, she may be here tomorrow. I, I might, though, also afford her the opportunity to sleep if she does get back tonight. If, um, if she doesn't sell through the stuff, she's going to spend the night. She's going to be back on Wednesday. Thank you for having our back, though, y'all. It's, uh, it's going to be a great week. You know how I know? I've just decided it, and I will now be on the hunt for evidence that supports that hypothesis. Believe you're off to a good week and you're going to go find one. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good day. 
Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at the Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die.